Hello, I'm Ben, and this is my podcast where I share interviews, tips, and ideas to help you build a better marketing strategy. In this episode, I share a conversation with Chris Richards in our Marketing Club webinar about our landing page review process. And this is one of my favorite conversations with Chris, actually. We talk about what on-page SEO is, what to look for during a review, and of course, give some tips to improve your SERP, search engine ranking position. Enjoy. Let's set the scene, really, and talk about what on-page search optimization is. It's really all the things that are in your control, everything that you can do on the website or on a particular page that you're trying to optimize. And this is where you should start, really. This is the, the not necessarily the easiest, but it's everything that you can control uh, in terms of improving your search engine ranking position. And that's another term I'm going to use throughout. We've got search engine optimization, SEO, but we've also got search engine ranking position or SERP. And this is the position you appear in Google search results. It could be other uh, companies' search results like Bing, um, but most people don't use those. So we're just going to consider Google. And so this is the position you come, either the number on the page or the number which page you appear on. If you want a bit more of a basic primer on search engine optimization, do go and watch session number six, because I go through a bit more of a general search SEO strategy for your whole site. And, and I call out a lot of terms and a lot of um, systems that I'm going to refer to today would be talked about in there in a bit more detail. Anything for you, Chris, to add in terms of on-page SEO? How do you look at it? I was just going to give you um, more of a formal definition as well, if that's useful. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so basically on-page SEO or search engine optimization is, is essentially the practice of optimizing an individual web page, um, basically looking to try and rank it higher in the organic listings on, um, on, on Google or any other search engine, frankly. Basically on-page refers to both the content of the page and indeed um, the HTML source code as well, not just the visible content, but the code that you know often uh, sits behind it that goes unseen mm. um, can be optimized, um, which is a, you know which key to sort of reflect on the fact it's the opposite of off-page SEO, which refers to obviously you know links and uh, other signals coming from external sites. But the way I tend to approach on-page SEO is um, you look at it from a perspective of um, well, firstly, page one gives you clues. So look at your competitors that are on page one. You know what's the you know, content? How much content do they have? Um, what, what different types of media are they using? Are they just using text, or have they got images and videos and you know tables and all sorts of stuff like that? Um, that's a good place to start. Look, look at what's working well for your competitors. Yeah, and then take it from there. Well, we'll go through some of that in a bit more detail, actually, because <clears throat> I'm going to talk about the case study of um, one of our clients, Selmac. It's a really good example of something that worked well, um, but also is a very good step-by-step -step process. Um, so thanks for that, Chris. No worries. We've been working with Selmac for a number of years. It's a, they've got a huge site. So they uh, they sell high-value metalworking machinery. So um, big guillotines that cut metal, press brakes that fold it, mills that sort of cut big ridges in it, drills and all that sort of stuff, um, as well as um, lasers and plasmas, which which just cut holes in different ways. It's all really cool stuff. 
big machinery. So it's quite expensive uh, to the end user, but it's obviously going to be used as part of a batch process in an engineering firm to produce lots of widgets and, and make their money. So it really is a big capital expense. And that, that sort of works in our favor in terms of SEO because it's worth investing money when you have higher value products because um, search optimization can take a little bit of time to get going, but once it's going, it pays back quite nicely. It's worth the, uh, the time and effort putting that in. If you're selling something that maybe is a pound a piece, then search optimization, it's not, it's not worthwhile. It's just a lot harder to get those gains, particularly if it's a competitive market, because you'll be spending uh, some time either working with imagery, video or text or, or SEOs to, to develop the content that's going to rank highly. And it may not be worthwhile unless you can sell that the items in the millions or or more. Obviously, if you've got if you've got high value product or high value service, then this search optimization is a really good way forward. But it is broadly anyway; it just works a, a lot easier. So what we noticed with Cellmac, uh, and actually let me step back a little bit. We we've been working with Cellmac for a little while, but prior to this process, we'd actually gone through a full uh, search optimization audit with Chris and Cellmac to really um, identify a lot of the weak points in um, their, either on their website technically or in some of their link building strategy or any of the work they were doing online really. So that that audit, um, which was quite a substantial piece of work, was actually core in terms of really um, for A, for Chris to get to know Cellmac really well and understand um, how he can help, but also to, to find out where the holes were. Um, so this is a little step on from that really. Um, now, one of their competitors was starting to be noticed a little bit, and they were start they were noticing that they were actually losing a little bit of business to this one competitor, and that started to irk them a little bit. So they wanted to fight back, uh, and they wanted to dominate the search results, um, if at all possible, for their, um, their their chosen keyword, which is CNC fiber laser. Um, now, it's no mean feat. I mean, it's a bit easier. I say it's easier, but there's a caveat to that. It's slightly easier given that their niche isn't so competitive as other markets, but still requires a bit of work. So, But that was the challenge. We wanted to dominate the competition when it comes to people searching for that keyword online. Um, and also that the landing page for Salmac, they weren't appearing anywhere for that particular keyword on Google. They were appearing for other ones because we've been working on those, but this needed some quick work and, and uh, so this is the process we went through. Okay, so uh, the method in essence was we need to do that competitor analysis that Chris has talked about, and we're gonna talk through that process a bit more. We then need to look at what changes need to be made either technically or in content or in, in terms in links to the site, what needs to be done, uh, and then measuring it and then tweaking to improve that over time. Because one of the key things with search optimization is it doesn't, payback straight away. You can't just make changes on a website and they will you'll immediately start moving up the rankings if you're lucky. I mean, typically, Chris, how long does it take after making some sort of changes on a website before you start to see some impact if you're lucky? Typically, you'll see that some impact will happen um, the next time that Googlebots comes back to visit the page um, and effectively updates the cache version of that page. Because you know by the fact that you're making changes to that page, Google will come back, see the pages has changed in some way, and then reassess it. So you might get a small bump. Um, often it can be down before it goes up. Mm. Um, but yeah, you have said that before. <laughs> yeah, normally within a couple of weeks. But to see real results, particularly if it's in a more competitive area, probably three months. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's about usual. Um, you, you you can sometimes start to see things before that, but I think it's good to have the um, overall understanding that it might take 
three months or 90 but days. Two weeks to see something, yeah. two, two to two and a half weeks, let's say, to see something happen um, or some movement or start to move. But you know, in terms of seeing the full benefit of the work that you've done, you really need to give it you know, 60 to 90 days. I'm just going to type a note in here to uh, Sonia, who seems to have lost all sound and video. Um, let's try refreshing the page to get this back. See if that works. Technology, hey? It's obviously because so many people are online at the moment. Um, cool, thanks for that. So that was our method, really, going through some analysis. What's out there already? What are they doing? What changes can we make to improve upon that? And then measuring the results and making changes based upon that. Okay, so step one, the competitor analysis. Now, this is uh, formed around a keyword correlation report. As I, before we got there, as I said, we did a site audit. So uh, I think this was probably um, six months, nine months prior to this, we'd done a full site audit where Chris really had a good look at everything on the website. So we could bring some of the, those, uh, fill some of those holes in and bring the site up to date. Also gives Chris a good understanding. But what he was able to do in this case was really have a uh, sort of fine look at the page that we wanted to optimize, what keywords we wanted to rank well for, and then basically looking at the com competition to see how well they were doing and what we needed to do to be better than them. And then basically interpreting those actions. Would you say that's fair? That's how, that's typically yeah, an yeah. overview of how it works. That's a fair assessment of how it works, yes. We'll go into a bit more detail about it later. So I don't want to sort of drag people through exactly what a correlation report looks like because it is incredibly detailed. And as much as I understand about search optimization, it blows my mind, frankly. <laughs> so we'll come back to that. So the process we went through is um, we got everyone on a call and this was really important. I think for such detail like this, it's, it's a bit difficult to do it asynchronously, either via email or, or some other chat system. You've got to have some sort of uh, meeting or group call. So we got on board Claire, who's who was the sort of marketing admin for for Selmac and managing that side of it. I think actually the um, uh, director as well got involved. Uh, our SEO, which was Chris in this case, and the web dev, that's me. So we all got together really to um, make sure that any um, as Chris was talking us through the report, we really understood exactly what was going on and what change we need, needed to make, and we can make decisions straight away which was important. So we had a look through the report and it really did need interpreting. It's quite complicated, but it came out with some good ideas. Looked through, found the easy wins. What is gonna give us the biggest bang or movement in SERP, um, search engine ranking position for the effort that we're gonna put in. And then we use Basecamp to manage all of that. Now, for those who've worked with me before, we use Basecamp for all of our sort of um, project management um, things. And it's really good just because it keeps everything together and everyone knows what work has been done at the time. So um, you can use what you like, but it's it's a good idea to make sure everyone's on board at the beginning. And then you go through the process of what you're going to uh, achieve, uh, who's going to do it, and then you can get on with the work. So just a, a little bit of an extract from the keyword correlation report um, to show you here. As I said, we're going to go through in a bit more detail. But um, this is just an extract where I highlighted, as Chris was talking through it, some of the different areas on here. So like word counts, um, the keywords in different tags, uh, how many uh, images are being used and that sort of thing. So this is the sort of deep detail it goes into. So I just want to give you some broad um, on-page on SEO tips. Um, as I say, very broad. And Chris did say before that it's going to be specific upon 
how your page is ranking already, your um, your industry and so on. So this is just a very broad idea. But essentially, if your page doesn't have the keyword on it that you want to rank for, it's not going to rank. So make sure that you've got the right keyword you want to rank for and it's in the right places, like the title, the meta description and heading, at the very least, if not for, you know, throughout your content as a variety of keywords. Um, we often talk about creating the ultimate guide, maybe making it 10 times better than your competitors. I think that's a good place to start thinking about what you can make that is going to show or teach or uh, demonstrate the very best in that particular area. Um, using a variety of content. So we've talked about lots of different ones, but making sure you um, you maybe use that uh, the idea of variety to structure out your page, to put that wireframe together. So put the headings in place, write the keyword, maybe write the uh, introduction meta description first, then put the other keywords in, then think about some of the images you might want to include, and then lists and bullet points and start fleshing out from that point of view. Um, if you do have any other related content, make sure it links back to that supporting page. If you, we'll probably talk about this another time in terms of backlink building, but um, getting, if you can get external links from other websites to that landing page, all the better. But I think, I think we'll talk more about that in detail in another webinar. Make sure you're um, using any relevant markup schema for your site. We've talked about FAQ schema and in the session notes that eventually get published, I'll make sure there's a link out to that. But um, there is lots of other schema markup as well that's relevant to events, recipes, tons. I mean, so depending on your niche, you might want to find out the schema that works. Also make sure it's indexed. So use Google Search Console to do that. If you enjoyed that and want to hear the entire conversation, you should sign up to our marketing club and check out webinar number 16 called Improved Landing Page SEO. And when you join, you'll also receive regular tips and advice on marketing, video and the web, so you can become more effective in business. Pro members also get access to my live webinar videos, just like the extract here, but I do that every single month and I've got over 16 in the bank already. So that's over 900 minutes of content. You also get an audio version of the podcast if you prefer to listen to those, just like I do while I walk the dog. You get exclusive discounts and perks, and you can find out more by visiting ratherinventive.com slash club. That's ratherinventive.com slash club. Bye.